You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using right now, or... Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, hello, Twitch Room. Every Tuesday night, we watch NXT. We record this show up next while doing it all live on Twitch because we're your NXT friends. 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 And, well, we, we usually do Wednesdays. We'll be your Dynamates, but it seems like uh, they've been moving around for Fridays and stuff like that. So we'll still be your Dynamates, but. Probably going forward some Saturday. Yeah, shows. Uh, just like last week, Sino uh, and I, Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on Twitch, uh, will be doing another BD Elite covering this week's Friday Night Dynamite. Yeah, uh, we do a, a lot of AEW shows as well, and we did one this past weekend where we watched Double or Nothing, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, overall, we had a blast. We did a watch Great along. Show, yeah. Like we always do, we do watch-alongs. We'll be doing one for In Your House Takeover, so get ready if you're going to be watching that. Come hang out with us. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, so we we watched AEW Double or Nothing. We did a whole show of it, but overall, like a few days removed from it, uh, like pretty still pretty good show. I'm, I, I kind of want to watch some of them back. Yeah, one, one of the best AEW shows for sure. Really, yeah. really enjoyed it. I'd say the tag team match, the Young Bucks versus Mox and Kingston, mm-hmm. and then maybe the Triple Threat were some of the matches that we were like kind of really buzzing about. Um, and and going forward, like the weeks they have set up for TV looks pretty pretty good. So, yeah. uh, and I always say my end game is the end game of AEW is Hangman Kenny, and I think mm. All Out that might be the actual final like. Big encounter for them. So going forward, I'm pretty uh, interested. But all the AEW stuff on our free shows 
on BD Elite, where we talk all about Dynamite. But we had so many free shows for you this week on this very feed. BD Elite, Shot in the Dark, like every week with John Cena, recapping all the other wrestling. But we also did a best match ever, Hannah Kimura with mm-hmm. WH Park. We continued our Batman reviews, Batman Begins. We finally jumped into the Nolan trilogy, so that was a blast. But then we put one out uh, just, what, yesterday, today? Uh, to yesterday, yes. Yeah. Our Army of the Dead review. We recently reviewed uh, Zack Snyder's 2004 Dawn of the Dead on our Patreon. And, well, we thought, it's Batista in a zombie movie. We should put this out for free. So that's there on this very feed if you want to listen to... Us talk about zombies in Vegas with Dave Batista. Big Dave. Army of the Dead review. Yeah. B double D. B dead Dave. Yeah. Big Dead Dave. No, well he's fighting the undead. Mm. Big undead Dave. Uh, it was a it was a really fun movie. Yeah, zombies in Vegas and it's Batista. Like mm. you know, you kind of check out for a little while. So we had a blast. Go watch that and then listen to us talk about it all in the free show. But uh, it is J- June first, which means it's the first of the month for us here at the Patreon, which means we have so many new shows. Now is a great time to give us a shot for uh, some of the shows that we have lined up. Absolutely. To get your money's worth, the way way Patreon charges, they charge for the month specific, not for a month from when you sign up. So to make the most of your money, sign up first of the month and you get everything in the June schedule, including uh, we have our best match ever, we're returning to that series, and we're going to be looking at the rivalry of Jerry Lynn and Rob Van Dam. From ECW, yeah. yeah. And beyond. And beyond, looking at uh, their like classic matches and deciding which is the best. Uh, we're going to be doing, as it's NXT in your house coming up soon, uh, we put it up to the Facebook group to vote for a classic in your house for us to talk about. And we'll be looking at in your house mind games, which is... Very interesting as they bring it up in Mick Foley's documentary, which ah. just uh, just dropped. And everything always ties in. And then many up yours uh, reviews with our world champions. We're going to be looking at some of the music of Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. We're going to be looking at the 1992 film Glen Gary, Glen Ross. And then this weekend, we're going to be looking at King of Trios Night 2 from 2009, featuring this crazy four-way with El Generico. Kotra Bushi, Nick Jackson, and most importantly, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're we're going to be chatting about Shikara. World champ patron Andrew McDonald loves his Shikara. Mm-hmm. Specifically picked this as his up yours pick, and we'll be talking about it this weekend there on the Patreon. But go look at the schedule at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, because this month has all the stuff. At the end of the month, we're doing a real weird review from the six. 50 years since... The release of Willy Wonka and the Charlie Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. So come with me and you'll see a whole world of... Pure imagination. Pure imagination. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be great. We've, we we just kind of s- s- like announced that by just releasing it on the schedule. So some people looked at and it and went, oh, like, what? what? Uh, and the, the some people are mad that that one is not going to be a sing-along slash watch-along because uh, yeah it probably won't be to be honest. i mean there's always the discord guys postwrestling.com discord uh yeah go on there go into the salon and you can do your own sing-along for willy wonka yeah uh, so we have so many shows coming up all the was next retro nxt reviews best match ever all the movie reviews and so much more and beyond only five bucks north american tier gets you access all these shows coming up in the month of june 
plus everything we've ever done out like in the back catalog. Mm. So once you pay, you can go through and pick sh- through shows that you you haven't listened. So five bucks, give us a shot, and June first. So sign up now, you get the whole month's worth and everything coming out this month. And yeah, uh, we've been doing so many podcasts, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's just so much fun. It's a, lo- a lot of fun. You, you like us saying. <laughs> I like saying everything. This match fun. was a lot of fun. That was a lot of he fun. He just likes to this have fun. This film was a lot of fun. <laughs> NXT tonight was a lot of fun. I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, you know who else is a fun guy? Who's um, that? You know, we recently, we've talked, keep talking about how uh, we've moved mm-hmm. into like a new condo downtown Toronto. And we're not used to having such big, giant windows everywhere and sunlight and and we can see the city, we can see the lake, we can see the CN Tower. Bringing up the neighbors. We can right see now. our neighbors, you know, getting it on. Oh yeah. Just the other night when me and you were just watching like the Leafs game, RIP, mm. Maple Leafs. Oh, that was way more interesting going on across the road. Yeah, uh it was um it was quite interesting. They were uh they were they left their lights on mm. and didn't, you know, maybe realize I wasn't trying to I'm just having my smoke and I was like I think I think the neighbors are trying to clean out the cobwebs over there. I'm not sure what's going on. They look like they're having push-ups uh, contests or something. Mm. Then you looked over and you were like, oh, okay. They don't know. Yeah, stop. they definitely <laughs> were, yeah. <laughs> so that was a highlight of uh, Stanley Cl- Cup playoffs round one <laughs> for us was now that we have windows, we accidentally were peeping toms. Mm. So uh, that's the most excitement we have. And then we realized that we live near a beach. Like, we go there a lot now. It's lovely, yeah. Yeah. We've got a fake beach, a bit of sand with some umbrellas outside. It's lovely. Yeah. Been catching the sun. We just go down, hang out in this man-made beach mm. with our white claws and our joints. We're on holiday. Just, yeah, we just feel like we're on vacation. It's lovely. This is how we live our life now. We can't go anywhere, so we just hang out by the beach yeah. and then enjoy the, enjoy the world. Mm-hmm. And then uh, watch wrestling. This is true, yeah. That's pretty about. much what we do. That's pretty much what we do. <laughs> well, it's In Your House Takeover in a few weekends. And I mentioned we'll be doing watch-alongs for that. So follow uh, all the socials because that will be a lot of fun. And we'll be doing a post-show for that. And it's, what, in two weeks? Because this is uh, a pretty important show that kind of sets up some of the, the big matches for that takeover in a few weeks. And I guess we can get right into some NXT here tonight because... NXT from June 1st, 2021, and it starts off with this huge triple threat, and they said that this would be starting the show. Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne, number one contenders match, winner faces Cross at In Your House, and and this is like uh, just super chaotic here. This is kind of a bit of a dream match. Any of these three facing off sounds really good, and it definitely kind of was teasing me for a gargano kyle o'reilly like spin-off. oh yeah that i mean we've seen kyle and pete go at it quite a bit but uh the the tease of gargano and kyle that's definitely something i want down the line yeah 100 percent. and we got a lot of it here uh there's so many back and forth exchange with all three guys clearly they were a big fan of the triple threat from double or nothing so they had mm. to bring it with this triple threat uh, there's Pete Dunne doing like a surfboard, bending Johnny's ears and nose, and there's uh, like a double team super kicks and double arm bending. There's 
Pete Dunne grabbing both Kyle and Johnny's hand and doing a double hand stomp. But then Kyle comes back with double dragon screws. Everyone's doing moves that affect someone that like a chain reaction to hurt the other guy as well. Pretty, pretty innovative stuff. Uh, there's then Kyle who's hitting these butterfly suplexes and busters on both of them, throwing them around. Johnny comes back with topes and the slingshot spear to Kyle. There's then Kyle and Johnny who are like beating the hell out of each other with submissions. And, and then it's it, they're trying to both backhook each other to get the pin backslide. And this is where Pete sees they're tied to each other and just starts kicking them on kicking each side. Yeah, very, very crazy. Sit out Liger Bomb, bitter end counter from Johnny into this huge spike DDT to Pete, which is crazy. There's then more kicks, all three fighting, the axe and smash combo, lunatic lariat, more submissions, Gargano escape. There's a bitter end, but Kyle breaks it up with the flying knee. And this is when Adam Cole, baby, shows up, attacks Kyle O'Reilly, attacks Pete Dunne, attacks Johnny, beats up everyone, brain buster to Pete, goes to beat up Kyle Moore, hits Johnny with the last shot. Out comes William Regal with security and says, hey, I know what you're trying to do. Get out of here. Get out of here. And Cole attacks Kyle one more time. gets one last shot. Yeah. And then kind of goes, all right, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And he's forced out of here. But uh, the match kind of cut short, but we got a little taste of you, what you they You know got. what? I wasn't mad. Yeah. Like, to, considering this was a non-finish of a, a match that went, like, what, two segments? Probably good, like, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I wasn't mad with this ending because I thought this was such a great chaotic start to the show. And the beatdown was entertaining as well. Um, obviously, we haven't seen Cole for a few weeks, but the match itself, all three of these guys were working so well with each other. And I loved all the uh, double spots, like the double hand, like finger breaks and yeah. uh, all of that I thought was uh, really cool and just non-stop action i really enjoyed this opening this instantly was like hey johnny is not gonna be a geek here he's just gonna be the johnny yeah so he sent theory to the back as well and yeah wasn't really healing it up at all in this match this was classic johnny they were like johnny we need you we need you to go Mm -hmm. to work you're going to work tonight and you're going to work at takeover as we'll find out a little bit later but regal is pissed he can't control anything here tonight because as William Regal's security and all that are kicking Adam Cole out, Ember Moon comes out, and you'd think for a second she's going to attack Adam Cole. She's she's all fired up. She comes down to the ring and is like, hey, Raquel Gonzalez, and I quote, get your big ass out here, and uh, she wants to fight her because she's mad what you did to Shotzi. Regal's like, hey, you're not you're not doing Regal's this. Regal's <laughs> like busy over here, but like has to go. It's... Raquel comes out. He's like, Raquel, you can't fight her. You hurt Shotzi. I'm scared you're going to hurt her. And Ember's in the ring like, yo, stop. And Dakota Kai attacks Ember Moon. Just chaotic from the get-go here. Chaos Theory NXT. Uh, So Ember is taken out by this, like, pump wash kick from Dakota while wearing her Tims. Looks very painful. So Ember gets taken out, and Regal just cannot grasp what is happening. You can't get a grip of control here in NXT. He needs to figure his shit out. I thought this was such a great like start to the show. It, it almost reminded me how, you know, ECW would just bleed segment to segment. And that kind of felt like the first hour of this whole show. Everything was just chaotic and crashing into each other uh, with a lot of story progression. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I liked how it was moving really quickly into different things, but 
Uh, over, overall, like going from the Adam Cole thing to moving to this, it was like, all right, like this is how you're right, like fast kind of paced here. We see Legado del Fantasma cutting a promo, and they say it's their destiny that they win the tag team titles tonight because they're going to take what's ours, and it's just their the first step to their 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 takeover again. But then it moves along, uh, kind of just a quick little promo for their match tonight yeah. against MSK. Uh, looking snazzy. It, NXT are good with this. They're just promoting their main event throughout the night. And it's not necessarily uh, going to be like the most fantastic promos in the world. But it's just reminding you, like, this is what's still to come. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing so much promotion on their own shows now recently. Yeah, which is good. They're also doing a lot of promos on Raw. Yeah. So, like, they promoted this match with, like, all three guys in their suits, like, standing, like, put together nice, cool visual that we saw during Raw. I found it so weird because we watched a bit of Raw yesterday and there was a whole video package um, to hype up the main event between Kofi and Drew McIntyre, which actually wasn't bad. I quite enjoyed that match last night. But this video package was so poorly done. And then you watch this NXT video package on Raw and you go, this is the match I want to watch. Uh, but yeah, it was really odd. Just the editing of that Raw video just wasn't good. The one for NXT? No, the Raw one for Raw's main event was oh. very like lazy and shoddy. But then and the then NXT on the one. same show, they're showing this awesome NXT promo for tonight. Yeah, I liked the one that they did with the three guys. Yeah, like, it looked cool. Yeah, it looked... Yeah, we, we watched the Leafs game and then we were really sad and thought Raw would cheer us up. <laughs> so we tuned in. Yeah. And, and we were like, one of these days, John and Way are just going to give up reviewing oh, yeah. Raw. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> we go to L.A. Knight. Yeah. He says, everybody's got a price, apparently. Let me talk to you. So tonight... I'm going to have to prove myself. I, I already made a fool out of Cameron Grimes, but now I got to face Jake Atlas and I'm going to drop his cross, this cross-eyed halfwit referring to Jake Atlas. So LA Knight versus Jake Atlas when we come back from commercial break and he's kind of doing this to maybe catch Ted DiBiase's attention. During the commercial, we see something earlier today with Hit Row where they are entering the like arena and... Everrise and Drake Maverick are hanging out with their coffee mugs and Hit Row basically like gets in their face. Drake Maverick says, yo, Swerve, what's going on with your teeth? You need a new dentist, referring to his grills. Uh, so then it sounds like they're setting up for a match, but we don't see this match here tonight. Uh, yeah, I thought this was great. Yeah, uh, you had Drake with Everrise. It, it felt like they were going to do their, oh, have you not been seeing our show thing? Um when, yeah, Drake gets right into Swerve's face. He's not afraid of him at all, and Killian Dane's trying to break him apart. But I thought Swerve uh, was actually quite intimidating here. Um, it looked quite scary. Um, so I imagine we'll get this match next week. But I thought, as far as backstage scenes felt, this felt kind of real. It didn't feel as scripted as normally these things do. Uh, and I think it's just how authentic Swerve feels. Yeah, Swerve definitely fits the part. Mm. And yeah, he's got a whole team behind him, so he's more confident and scary and looks good. We come back and the match is happening now. LA Knight, Jake Atlas. Uh, Atlas keeps getting the upper hand on Knight with like arm drags and a head scissor. He works the arm and gets some near falls. Knight comes back with like a jumping pop up neck breaker, the one where you like jump from behind almost. It's cool. My favorite. Uh, There's then. Ted DiBiase, who's just walks out on the ramp now watching the match, getting a good bird's eye view here from the ramp. 
So there's Alice who gets like roll ups and near falls, but then LA Knight hits this beautiful power slam, kind of like Davy Boy Smith. There's then the million dollar fist drop, and Ted DiBiase cuts to him. He's like, hey, that's not bad, not bad. Knight goes for the million dollar dream, but that gets countered. Meanwhile, Cameron Grimes shows up to talk to Ted while Atlas is beating up L.A. Knight with a standing moonsault. L.A. goes up top like his Kurt Angle running up like a cat on the turnbuckle, but gets dropped. And then Atlas hits the rainbow DDT for the pin, kicking off Pride Month here. Jake Atlas pins L.A. Knight uh, and loses his mind and then just disappears. Yeah, I thought this was kind of... Uh, oh, they were making out that Cameron Grimes cost LA Knight the match. Cameron Grimes wasn't doing much. He was just stood there next to Ted DiBiase laughing the whole time. Yeah. Like, he didn't really do much to distract, I didn't think. But yeah, at least give Jay Catless that moment where he can pose and celebrate for a second with his music. Because his music's playing and it... He's just disappeared from the ring. Yeah. It's just LA Knight and Cameron Grimes that focusing on. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh, he won, but he was just out of the, yeah. the story, out of the, everything. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, he's beaten Grimes and he's beaten LA Knight. I think so, yeah. Jay Gatlas. I, I actually quite enjoyed this match. I haven't been too high up on LA Knight, but I thought him and Atlas worked quite nicely together here and was maybe one of his better matches he's had. Um, I think Atlas is actually really good as well. I want to see more, uh, a bit more personality maybe come out of him and put him in another story so we can get some matches out of him uh, I, I like that finish uh, it's like you know Johnny's DDT it's like yeah it's just a DDT but mm. Johnny Gargano does like the, the slingshot kind of thing that makes yeah, it just it different him. yeah so when Jake Atlas does that like cartwheel it looks way cooler mm. on the indies he called it the LGB DDT mm. and then I think here he calls it the rainbow or the handstand thing I, I'm pretty sure he calls it the rainbow DDT but it does also just look like he's doing a rainbow because he's doing a handstand yeah. on the ropes when he hits it I think it's a cool move uh, so now he's the million dollar man realistically Ted no and instead he wins and just they he's gone. don't mention him uh, at all uh, they say he it looks more so he's going in the cruiserweight like division they kind of okay. mentioned that in, cool. in his like insert promo stuff we see, see, so, oh, uh, it is later announced that because of this, we're going to get L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes at TakeOver. Yes. Yes. So is this going to be for the Million Dollar Championship? They didn't announce this know, yet, yeah. but that mm. could potentially be it. Uh, yeah, so one of our TakeOver matches announced there. We see, uh, yeah. I well, mean, they haven't really said at all what this is for. It's what, just for the approval of Ted DiBiase? I don't know. Yeah. Who's going to be, who's going to get the man, manager services, managerial services? Yeah, I, I hope they do say something, some sort of stick, because it, it does seem a bit weird. You get a million dollars. Sure. That's fine. Ted puts a million down. Yeah. And they're going to win. They're going to fight for money. We go to a camera shot where it's going into the back locker room where all three of the uh, like people in the match earlier, Kyle, Johnny, and Pete are all in the trainer's room getting checked on from their beatdown. And Oni Lorcan gets in the face of the cameraman. He's like, hey, get the hell out of here. Pete would have won this match if it wasn't for Cole. And this is where Austin Theory shows up and says, hey, we all know Johnny was going to win this match. You're full of essentially. Then they all get pulled apart. It's this crazy insanity here. And 
So now yeah. they're fighting. Everyone's Regal's just completely lost control of the school today. Yeah, they need they need to. He needs to just like pull the fire alarm, let the sprinklers rain down, yeah. and call everyone into the gym, and like let's let's talk this out. Yeah, Get a baseball bat in hand. Yeah. Uh, so everything's chaos. We see Mackenzie Mitchell with Ted DiBiase, but before he can even laugh, we see Adam Cole just interrupt the shot, walk by, and going to the ring. So they're like, "Okay, never mind that shit," because here comes Cole. So Cole's got something to say. Uh, Again, next. it feels like up to this point the show hasn't stopped moving. Yeah, it's just like continuously. He's, even Ted DiBiase's getting cut off mm. here because we're moving so fast. Uh, then they tell us Poppy, hi is back next week. Can't wait. What does that mean? Poppy's back. What, what, when they say Poppy's back, does it just mean she's going to sing again? She's going to sing. Guess EO comes back. Says Poppy. EO, Poppy, and Saray. Oh. That's what I'm thinking because of something that happens later. But yeah. Not EO, Poppy, the way? EO, Poppy versus the way? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if Poppy... the straps. But I don't know if Poppy's actually going to wrestle, so know. we need a partner for EO. But uh, Adam Cole comes down to the ring. He is jacked up, baby. He says, two years ago to the day, I became NXT champion. And you're looking at the real number one contender. I've been gone for two months, and I've watched these people on TV try to live up to my legacy, but everybody failed. And this is like, it brings me to mention you, Karrion Cross, you big overrated muscle head. And you don't deserve to be in the ring with me. I was champ for 403 days and you, and he's interrupted. Out comes Karrion Cross. Now I know there's not a lot of people in the CWC, but they have a lot more people in the crowd as of late. And it's quiet. There is Road no Warriors pop. This was not. <laughs> this was. This was just. And the thing is, as well, because normally uh, his music takes a while to like build up before yeah. it goes all crazy, and it kind of played the en- the intro bit as he's marching down. So it's all slow anyway. So it doesn't even sound like amped up when he comes down. You think you just cut to the like halfway through the song. Yeah. You know? So it was just, it was weird. It was quiet, yeah. Because there's also like the planted people. So wouldn't they cheer? I don't know. Mm. It was just, it was odd. It was noticeable is what I'm saying. Maybe, I know, I watched Double or Nothing and it looked like the greatest wrestling show you you ever saw because of the crowd. Mm. And then you you hear this, here comes a champ. Yeah. It was crickets. Fun. Literally like nothing, not even crickets. So Karrion Cross comes out and Adam Cole says, I'm going to stop you right there. And Cross is like, no, you listen to me. Adam Cole, when I signed to NXT, you no longer became special. And let me explain. And Adam Cole's like, I'm going to explain to you. I'm happy to be here. I'd be, I'd be happy to be Mr. Overrated. I'll explain to you. The truth is, you are not Adam Cole, baby. And you never will be. They've tried to make you special, Cross. You got the, the cool lights, the fog machines, your girl, the music. Well... All Adam Cole needs to be special is when they ring the bell. You couldn't lace my boots. You can't hang. And Cole continues by saying, anybody who watches pro wrestling knows that you're not special. I'm special. You're just the guy who has my property. 
Jeez. I mean, this promo had a lot of what we've been saying in it, I think. Uh, A lot of truths and definitely drawing on uh, kind of online criticism and stuff for for Karrion Cross. Cole's a fantastic promo, but just absolutely destroyed this guy here. Fire. Yeah. Cross looked like such a geek. <laughs> he killed him. He, he honestly killed him. destroyed him. Adam Cole. All Cross had was, I think he called him Little Man yeah. when he came in. And then Cross was like, ha, huh, Little Man. And just fucking yeah. destroyed him. Cole, Cole just reminded everyone, like, remember he was the shit? Yeah. Like, I let everyone kind of take the spot for a little while. But realistically, I'm the greatest. Uh, he, he burned him here. This was really good. Uh, it did what it wanted to do. But at the same time... This is almost like, are they just going, fuck it, he's a baby face now? It's like really weird. Okay, so this is... I love we, this. We're getting so good. crowds soon, right? Like, they're going to start coming back soon. I feel they're putting all these guys in positions where they can just tweak something and they're a baby face. Like, Cross can just be tweaked and he's a full-blown heel. Gargano is, like, still playing a heel, but as you said tonight, like, he came out on his own... And didn't really do any of his heel antics. I think they're just going to wait to see what crowds, who crowds like, who crowds don't like. Yeah. It's the same with Cameron Grimes last week. Cameron Grimes has been a heel, but he's so popular now. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely Cole was, uh, felt like the baby face here, even though he just destroyed Kyle earlier in the night. This was this, this was, was an Austin yeah, promo, this right? Was, this reminded me of Shawn Michaels. Mm. This reminded me of Shawn Michaels, like coming out and just talking mad shit, taking yeah. the blurring the the what's kind of going on, and mm. yeah, I'm not saying this is sunny days or anything, but it's like kind of similar. It's like, hey, if you're a fan of this show, he's, he literally says, "Pro wrestling fans know you're shit. You ain't shit." It's like <laughs> when they did the uh, Roman Cena feud, yeah, and Cena was like. I keep coming back because you're not the guy. Right. And like, because they need me to. Do you remember he did that whole promo where he was just going like, Roman, you're you're shit. Yeah. And that's kind of what this felt like. I loved it. Yeah. This reminded me that Adam Cole is, is one of the best. Like when I would watch this guy in like ring of honor, I'd be like, this guy should be like running WWE. He should be WWE champion. Mm -hmm. Of course people go, Oh, he's short. He's short. He's small. I, I don't care. He's bigger than cross here. <laughs> like talking to him this, like that, know? yeah. Nothing, nothing. Cross could say brought him back. No. Cross does uh, talk back though, and he says, uh, "Like I'm listening." But out comes William Regal to interrupt again, and Regal says, "Cole, I see what you're doing. You're just trying to work your way into the title match, and it doesn't work like that." And Cross cuts him off and says, "You know what? I'll I'll call something." He says, here. "Shut up." Yeah. Very disrespectful. I want everyone in the match. He says, I want Kyle, I want Johnny, I want Pete, I want Cole. And he calls Cole a gas station weasel. Gas station mm-hmm. attendant looking weasel, Adam Cole. And you're not going to politic your way out of this one. And Cole exits the ring, goes on the announce table, throws shit around. He's like, I run this show, <laughs> bitch. And then throws water at him. Yeah. Uh, again, they... They made Adam Cole look like the babyface yes, to me. I don't fantastic. know. Uh, I like bad guys, I guess. Oh, yeah. He launched that water bowl. Clearly, fuck your water. Stay hydrated. during his entrance yeah. the other day and was like, I'm, I want to launch a water bowl as well. Uh, I love this. Uh, yeah, this was great. We've got a, a five-man at TakeOver, which we haven't really had a multi-man main event for, is it since Fatal 4-Way? 
years and years ago. Wow. Which was... I mean, we had that four-way was that Tyson Kidd, Neville, Sami Zayn, and Tyler Breeze, Breeze was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's so, insane. Yeah, pretty cool. It's uh, normally one-on-one. So this is a fatal five-way. Mm. This is a let's Super Smash Bros. All of them in one match. Yes. All these guys in one match for the NXT title at TakeOver in your house. So, yeah, it seemed a little chaotic, but I'm kind of for it. Me too. Uh, I think we kind of called this last week. We'd have maybe a four-way or a five-way. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I don't think anyone's... I don't think there's enough time to build up a, a decent one-on-one feud. So why not have... You've already got the Kyle and Cro- uh, Cole feud there. Uh, Dunn's already been feuding with them all. It just... It comes together quite nicely. And then you've got a bit more time to build for that big one-on-one at the next takeover. Well, I have uh, my predictions then. I think we get Cole being the weasel. His plan works. He walks out with the title somehow. Mm-hmm. Kyle gets his shot at it because he beat Cole the last pay-per-view. SummerSlam takeover weekend. Whenever they work out that takeover slot, that'll be Cole versus Kyle one more time. For the title. For the title. Yeah, I can see that happening. Cross can go to Raw. Yeah. Uh, we can get Finn. I feel like Finn would have fit in to make this the perfect six man. They could have done the first ever NXT Extreme Elimination Chamber. I know. Uh, but they didn't. Yeah, I, I think Finn's done then with NXT. I guess at so. This point. Yeah. Too bad because Kyle and Finn definitely would have been another mm. big selling match. You can do years later in main roster yeah. or whatever. But uh, overall, the star of this was like Adam Cole. It's supposed to be the bad guy, but the last time we saw him was that like gangster video interview with him in, in All Black in the Shades. So realistically, like he's a pretty way more captivating character. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I keep trying to get into Karrion Cross, and it's definitely not working. So when a guy comes out and says all these things that how we kind of feel, it's like, yeah. Even here, like... He's just, he's not really in spooky gear, but his, his girl has face, face paint, paint saying TikTok yeah. on it, which looked kind of weird. Um, <laughs> she just really loves TikTok. Yeah, it's like you try, you, you're throwing everything at the wall. Yeah. Except the like strong forearms. Yeah. The Finn match was good. I did really enjoy it. Yeah. I did like the match last week. He definitely brought it in that match. I'm just like, I, I think, I think I will enjoy the five way at TakeOver. There's so many different avenues. Johnny's clearly the workhorse in here because Johnny makes everything good. Johnny wrestling is Johnny wrestling because he's just a great worker. But it wouldn't it be funny if he just gets the title? Johnny? Yeah. I don't see that yeah, happening. Yeah. But uh, I, I think I do. I could see Cole or Cross. I think you could go to Cross Kyle and you could have Kyle win the title from Cross down the line and then have that Cole match. Maybe. Yeah, I'd still go with Cole winning and, and yeah. then Kyle taking it from him and Cross can fight Pete or Gargano. Or... I just feel while we've got Cross as the champion, we need a fight pit. That's with Cross? Yeah, Cross and Kyle fight pit. Uh, no. I want Kyle in the fight pit. I can't say I want Cross okay. in the fight pit. Who else would you, you put? We got the Diamond Mind people. They might be fitting in there. We need Thatcher versus Kyle in the mm, fight Thatcher, pit. Thatcher, Kyle would be good. Kushida, Kyle in the fight pit. Yeah. Pete Dunn versus anyone in the fight pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so there's so many different avenues. I kind of want them to make this the excuse that Cross didn't get pinned or whatever. and Loses it. Yeah. Goes. yeah. We go to... Uh, what was next? The we, Way. We go to The Way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. And Candice starts talking shit about Poppy. 
She says, I don't care about Poppy. Why is she even, why is this news? Why is she showing up? Who cares about Poppy? This is why I'm like, okay, start bashing Poppy. We know who's chill with Poppy. Yeah. EO. So it's making me wonder. So she turns to Indy, but Indy's got her headphones on. And she says, what are you doing listening to stuff? What are you listening to? And she's like, you're listening to 80s power ballads? Because Indy's sad. sad. About Dexter and State of Index. So Candace takes off those headphones and then walks away with Candace, leaving the headphones there with the power ballad playing. Um, I was going to say, what power ballad do you think it was when uh, we have such researchers on this show, like John Ceno, who found out it was just stock music 80s power ballad. <laughs> but what do you think it was supposed to be? It would have to be Bonnie Tyler, no? Bonnie Tyler? Yeah. Total Eclipse of the Heart or... Some, something like Total that. Eclipse or, of the Hartwell. Or Celine. Had to be Celine, especially with uh, the writer, uh, was it Steinman, who, who recently passed? Jim, mm. is it Jim Steinman? Jim Steinman, yeah. Yeah, who wrote all those Celine or Meatloaf songs. Bonnie. Yeah, It was true. basically, she was listening to Jim. Yeah, yeah. So she just leaves these headphones there. Yeah. And uh, someone might find them a little bit later on. Uh, I like a good 80s power, power oh, ballad. Power ballads are great. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely listen to to some of those. Uh, we go to Carmelo Hayes, aka or formerly known as Christian Casanova. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, I, which I'm like, I forgot that this that we saw this guy at one point, Christian Casanova. Did we see this guy before? Did we? Where? I've seen the, I've heard his name because his name pops Casanova on Shot in the Dark. Maybe I may have watched. I watch sometimes. Sometimes I throw on random wrestling yeah. shows and don't know. We watched Ring of Honor this week. We did just because yeah. we were like, "Fuck, what do you want to just throw something on?" Yeah. We were cooking and stuff, so it's like I watch things, but you know, sometimes my sponge doesn't soak in everything. But Casanova would have been a cool. I name. like how they introduced him here. Actually, this this kind of felt like those. Cody Rhodes open challenges on AEW where they bring in like an unsigned indie talent because Wade here is like this is one of our performance center prospects um, and he was formerly known as Christian Casanova now he goes by Carmelo Hayes uh, it felt like this isn't necessarily a call up we might not see this guy pop up every week but it was a here have a little glimpse at what's in the PC these guys we're producing right now Carmelo Hayes, they don't bill him as the son of Michael Michael Hayes, the Freebird, but he says he's going to bring that heat. He has skills that only I possess, once-in-a-lifetime talent, and you're looking at the next Cruiserweight champion because he's going to fight Kushida later on tonight. We then get a video for Tian Sha, Zaya Lee, who calls out Mercedes Martinez. Remember, she 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 got marked last week. Mm. Mercedes got marked, so we know something's going on. Bo has been creeping, just like us and our neighbors. And Zia Lee says, "Mercedes, you may not remember this, but in the May Young Classic, you embarrassed me. You brought shame to my name. So I need my revenge to move forward. So at Takeover, I will purge you." Zaylee Mercedes Martinez takeover. So this whole story, Zaylee realized when she went on her losing streak, she needed to look back to the source, where it the started. source of her issues, wow. where it started. Her very first match in WWE, 
against Mercedes Martinez where she lost and that kind of set her on the journey she is on now. Uh, I kind of like that. I like calling back to their history. It's something I think WWE should do a lot more of acknowledging the past. And I thought this was a pretty cool way to set up this feud in a pretty short space of time. And Zia Lee is getting a takeover match. What? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, or maybe it's the pre-show. They said, said takeover. takeover. They said takeover. She said takeover. Yeah. Uh, I find it funny. They're like, hey, we're going to call back this thing from the May Young mm. Classic. When was that? It's like two years ago. Two, yeah. Two, People three, don't forget. Three years ago. So. Yeah, I guess so. Shout out Forever Young. Yeah. Our show. We'll, we'll bring it back. If we ever have another May Young. If we have yeah. a May Young Classic, we'll, we'll bring back Forever Young. You heard it here first, folks. Forever young. For, we're always forever yeah. young. We thought there was going to be another one, and then yeah. nothing happened. Same with Evolution 2. Evolution. Oh, yeah. Truman's mm. Evolution. True. Not like Evolution 2. No. They should make an Evolution 2. Who would be in it? Like uh, Big Dave would be Ric Flair. <laughs> B-double-D. <laughs> we could just talk about Batista all day. I yeah. think. We talked about Batista a lot while we were at the beach today. He's a great guy. <laughs> we don't know him, but he's a great guy. Met him when I was a kid, but he's a great guy. <laughs> we go back to NXT. I'm excited for Zia Lee to have a takeover match and see where this leads um, with Mercedes. I think this should be a squash. I think this should just be Zia Lee destroying her. Um, yeah, it works for me. I don't think this should be a long match. Did you get your Zia Lee t-shirt yet? No, it's terrible. It's just the logo. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Dexter Loomis finds Indy Hartwell's headphones and he puts it on. He listens to it and he goes, what the fuck? 80s music. And he throws it away. No, he didn't do that. He just listened to it and just no sold it. He's crying. He was crying? Yeah, he had a tear rolling down. Wow, I didn't even see this. Yeah, it was the slow tear just dropped from his eye as he's looking off into the distance. Well, like the song that Indy was listening to earlier clearly had to have end. Because mm. it's only, you know, without, so much time has passed on. And then he finds it. What was on in the playlist that was getting So he could have cry. just finished the playlist and moved on to something else. And he was listening to, like, yeah. Venga Boys or something like that. That made him cry. <laughs> that made him cry. <laughs> he was listening. Sorry, I watched that Shikara earlier and they had <laughs> Venga Boys. Yeah, what, what song would it, would it be that, that he puts on and makes him just cry? What is there? It's any- been seven hours and 15. It's a pretty sad song. I think that's that's a really sad song. Is that your like? Sad I think song? I think that's one that would make me stare off into the distance and cry. Uh, Johnny Cash or Nine Inch Nails, Hurt. Yeah, very sad song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes me cry, but it definitely wouldn't call is. it a power ballad. No, no, that's true. All oh, right, yeah, that's true. Um, Just sad music in general. I, I love on Titanic last night to watch. Yeah. That's got a great power ballad. Yeah, Celine, obviously yeah. the power ballad queen. I would I would say, but. Yeah, what power... Wow, what's a good sad one? Well, you know me. I like for crying out loud. Crying out loud, yeah. That is a good one. one. (laughs) I could see Dexter Loomis in a Meatloaf music video. Oh my God, they need to do a Dexter and Indy power ballad 80s style music video. Yeah, that's true. In a castle. (laughs) You know, like Meatloaf and Bonnie would do. Oh, I don't want to see them rest. Well, Indy, I... But I just want this video. 
You just want them to be together. Yeah. In Dex. It's fine, yeah. With the just, keep it, just keep Dex out of the ring. Just just keep doing vignettes like this. Yeah, I want I it was it was a little strange. You'd you'd figure you'd figure she'd try to talk to him by now. You would think, yeah. But instead she's just listening to sad music. Yeah. And then like Send him a text or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't just ghost them. <laughs> no. I feel I feel like it's it's really weird that she, they they don't do, they still do that in wrestling. It's like wait, a whole week has gone by and you still if the story storyline like should have progressed since then. But she, she instead she's just like sad and listening to like music. If I'm going through this like weird is is it supposed to be like a breakup? Well, I guess, I guess that's what it is now. It's I guess they're not together now yeah but although both want each other but they think the other one doesn't but they're just at that awkward thing where oh, i still work with them and you might bump into them Ooh. and be like oh hi oh i mean they but yeah they need to talk to each other for sure they need to talk it out yeah. i think i think it's one of the most compelling stories in wrestling in wrestling index yeah that it's it's akin to what's going on we mentioned the return of uh was it benifer ben mm-hmm. affleck and J-Lo's been doing some, like, high-fidelity, like, visiting all her exes lately. She's just, like, going out meeting coffee dates with everyone on her, like... Yeah. She, she just ends her, like, marriage or whatever and then goes, all right, let's see what we got. Let's see what they're up to. Me and J-Lo I've got... I've been a, doing the same. Yeah, me and J-Lo got a lot of common, um, actually. <laughs> have you seen the Friends reunion yet? No, I haven't. No, I haven't watched that There's yet. one thing in there that kind of blew my mind, like okay. you telling me about Benifer 2.0. Right. Can I can I reveal? Yeah, isn't it about Jennifer and Ross? And or? David Schwimmer, how they just like majorly fancied each other during the first few seasons. Yeah, but kayfabe-wise, yeah. were they on a break? <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> in the show, they were yeah. on a break. Yeah. Someone's messaging us right now saying they weren't. But they were on a break. They were. But yeah, that was mad that they like. Yeah. Re- and then there's all this footage of them just being all flirty with each other on but set. But they never like. They never did. Wow. And they said like looking back, they're kind of happy about it because it could have like spoiled the show. Yeah. But um, I haven't watched the Friends thing yet, but I'm 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 tempted to watch it uh, because I've seen all the Joey mm. memes. Oh, it's great. The Joey, yeah. like, with the crossed arms, like... <laughs> Middle-class fancy Joey. <laughs> yeah, just Joey, like, your dad, like, huh. The best one is I saw, it's, like, picture of him with his crossed arms. Still watch that wrestling, eh? Is The Undertaker, is he still, uh... Is he still going? Yeah. Is The Undertaker still going? Yeah? He's still wrestling. <laughs> uh, we got the Friends reference from Ember Moon last week on NXT. No Friends reference this week. What was Ember Moon's? She did the... Oh, Yeah. That. Yeah, the, the yeah, thing. that's right. Pivot. We go to the some like announcements of takeover. We mentioned uh, Mercedes Martinez, Zia Lee, Dexter. Uh, sorry, not Dexter. Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight and the Five Way. But it's time here for a cruiserweight championship match. Kushida with the the open challenge against Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Carmelo is pretty like quick, pretty athletic here. He's doing all these crazy fast flying moves there's a bunch of series of flying kicks all over Kushida he comes back though with the backspring elbow but then gets caught with an enziguri in the corner which like he leaves him kind of hanging and then Carmella does this like inverted jumping leg drop which looked pretty sweet 
Kushida kicks out, though, comes back, starts kicking away at the arm, but runs into a picture-perfect super kick. There's then the, like, fireman carry into, like, a like a face buster. A perfect 10 Ty Dillinger used to do this yes. move quite a bit. Uh, there's then well, a... Well, it was when he wasn't allowed to use the Ushiguroshi anymore, That's right? That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then there's then a face plant for a near fall, but Kushida comes back, the baseball punch to the temple, and then another one, and then the hoverboard lock. Great, Scott. Carmelo taps out and Kushida retains. Yeah, enjoyable match. Kushida's so great to watch anytime he's on TV. And Carmelo looked good. I thought a nice little showcase for him. Uh, I hope they do more of this with Kushida uh, with his open challenge. Yeah, I'd like a real people. mix of people he, to face. Yeah, this guy showed a lot of potential and a lot of like a little bit of what he can bring to the mm. table. He's very innovative moveset, kind of flashy, got a cool look. Got like a little bit of a character going on. Again, might see more of him um, in in different things, or maybe the two hundred five cruiser division. But I like the the open challenges here with Kushida. I want to see him just fight fight everybody. Yeah. Too, too bad. Too bad. Daniel Bryan didn't answer this challenge. Yeah, he might be above two hundred five now. He put on quite a bit. Yeah, but I mean, he could just fight for the cut. cruiserweight. He could cut down. It yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. What's going on with Daniel Bryan? Still, still don't know. All right, well, we'll put a little pin in here because I haven't gotten to talk about how the world of wrestling fans are talking about New Japan and WWE and all this like crazy crossover stuff and all these cons want to work with. That sounds like cons like criminals, but like <laughs> Nick Khan, Tony Khan, all these cons, cons yeah. <laughs> trying to work with New Japan and stuff. I feel like uh, a few years ago, hearing this story would get me buzzing. Hearing the story now, not so much. I'm not really interested in seeing, like, the Usos versus G.O.D. Mm. Sounds cool. Sounds actually really, really good. Mm. But if you asked me a few years ago, that means I'd be seeing, like, like uh, a Tanahashi Daniel Bryan or, mm. or, or Nakamura. Nakamura said he wants to finish his career by fighting Tanahashi. So you could potentially do that if it's a WWE New Japan crossover. Mm. Daniel Bryan clearly was was watching Kenny Omega, Okada, and all that era around a few years ago, being like, "I want to do that," and they wouldn't let him do it. Mm. So many wrestlers wanted to wrestle in like New Japan, and we've heard the story of Brody Lee and Triple H and all this stuff. I feel like Daniel Bryan wants to fight certain people and have certain matches, and they're maybe going to finally try to to do that to make him happy. Find a way to make happen. Yeah. So yeah, I just feel like you've. You've kind of ruined Nakamura for me, personally. Mm. Like He's not quite the same he was in New Japan. So that kind of doesn't excite me as much as it more. And it's like, well, Kenny's off in AEW. There's, they're doing the New Japan AEW stuff. What is the dream like matchups here that we're going to try, that people are? Because people are like, oh, like what what are these things? It's like, none of them are that good. Are you just going to do Okada Brian, like Tanahashi Brian? Is that is that it, though? Personally, I mean, I, I spoke with John quite a bit about this on saturday yeah personally to me there's more interesting combinations if we if we put aside the oh wwe creative and all that for a sec i think there are more interesting combinations with wwe because most of the AEW roster have just been in new japan like it doesn't it doesn't really feel too fresh for me a kenny like a kenny would go back to face people he faced a couple of years ago for sure yeah you know whereas I think uh, AJ's been removed long enough. Bala going back. Uh, someone like a Gargano. Someone like a, a Kyle, a Kushida going back. Um, Roman 
<laughs> I mean, if we're getting silly, um, Cena Tanahashi. That's a dream match for That's me. That's a dream match. It, it always was. I mean, it's, it's, like a, it's years a ago, bit but, late, but yeah. I'd still want to see it. Um, yeah, I personally find pretty much Brian against anyone, you know? But then if we, we're opening up the whole of WWE, Volta, Ishii, you know? like Volta, Ishii. I think that's happened. I'm pretty sure okay. that's happened. But yeah, there's... I don't know. I, I think any either combination's good, but I would say... AEW are still new and should maybe they've got quite a big roster and should maybe continue to work with that for a bit more both New Japan and WWE are pretty stale as far as the main rosters are concerned so yeah it could really like shake things up but I I think it's all going to fall apart I can't see it happening to be honest yeah it just doesn't sound as poppin as it it kind of did the Mm. reason AEW kind of became what it was because New Japan was bumping off, popping off with all these guys and then those guys created this company. Mm. So those dream matches that you wanted to see Brian Kenny, well, it's just not going to happen through something like this. But it still it still is interesting, but it's unfortunate because New Japan is something that we love watching, we love talking about. They usually have bell-to-bell, in-ring quality, best matches of the years, and that's what we go to it for, like those, those big, epic matches. And it's kind of been weird, especially you know, the weird crowd situation, stuff like that. And obviously Tokyo with COVID right now, you know, we don't, they're canceling shows and then their champion will Osprey vacates. And it's like, they're going with Shingo Okada, which I think as of right now is still happening, but like, you don't even know they're yeah, canceling knows? shows and stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing Shingo and Okada again. Uh, I think Okada should win and hold on till the Tokyo dome, like wrestle kingdom. And then maybe a rematch or, or who knows what, but I'd still say, it's it's interesting because it feels to me like AEW does something and then WWE does it afterwards, which is strange because mm. AEW is the new company. Yeah. Because we're just wrestling fans and we just watch everything. I'm just like observing. And it's like AEW does something. I see WWE do it mm. afterwards. So they go, New Japan. Hmm. Brian keeps talking about that. Maybe we should. Maybe there's something there. And mm. then do it. But uh, I, if, it, if it brings something to do it, I just still want my end game. Kenny Omega, Kota, Kota Ibushi, but I'm asking too much, apparently. <laughs> but now you got me on Walter Ishii, so... I think there are some interesting combinations with WWE. There's sure. true. I'm forgetting about AJ and, like, Finn and people who have come from And New you Japan. know what? Anakamura as well. As much as, yeah, he's kind of... Like, that might be the thing that just reignites him. Hmm. Cesaro as well. Cesaro with those guys. yeah. Uh, who, what's the what's the big WWE like guy versus Okada? What would the Roman. big Roman Okada? I think Roman Okada could be excellent. Look, I love the Roman run, like what's been going on, but I can't say that's like the match. Well, I'm like. Okada just does these big kind of epic storytelling matches, and that's what Roman's been doing. It's since yeah. coming back. It's all been about the kind of performance and the theater about it. I could see it working really well. Just like. Like Okada does the Rainmaker, Roman does a Superman punch. It's like there's a there's definitely a little bit of a disconnect. Again, I'm not bashing Roman. I think Roman's on fire. There's the but the, like, come the on. wind up for the Rainmaker, duck, bounce against the rope, spear, one, two, three, I'm, the big dog. I don't know how to say it any clearer. I like what Roman is doing right now. I think he's actually found his groove. It's so so fucking good. Some of the best stuff in wrestling right now. But Roman 
not in that like not something i'm interested in seeing okada i'm sorry wow i'm sorry that's how i f- i want i want daniel bryan i want daniel bryan versus okada. well of course yeah i mean daniel bryan against right. anyone but walter i think okada. that's the most interesting match to be honest it, it, it would be because good, it's so like sure. it's so weird it's like how does that look roman reigns in new japan against okada like that's, roman reigns in new we japan. know what a daniel bryan match would look like i think uh, I don't know. It's like he, he, in that in that style, it would be definitely different. But again, he's so removed from like he's been in the WWE system for so long. Mm-hmm. He's still that like that that way now. But uh, def- definitely definitely interested. But maybe they'll be doing something with the the SummerSlam and going forward. Or maybe this is all just smoke, mm. nothing, no fire, just smoke. Well, that was our little tangent about uh, New Japan and letting me go in talking about that. Uh, where were we in this show? Because we go to. The NXT tag team division, the champions, MSK, are backstage cutting a promo about their match later tonight. Uh, and they, they do a little nod to the Ultimate Warrior because they say they got the warrior spirit. Uh, it's something about eating your, your vitamins saying your prayers because we got your attention. You got ours. We're going to break these boys tonight, talking about Legato. And we're making sure we are walking out and still champions msk all day all night all day msk um yeah these guys are they're great these guys yeah i really like them just so likable uh good energetic promo uh yeah cool dudes these guys (laughs) are so cool uh i like the warrior hogan nod we go to frankie monet she's backstage getting like her makeup and hair done i'm not too sure why she was not wrestling or did anything else later tonight mm-hmm. but still getting everything nails done hair done everything did and she's got like a squad behind her like a a crew i guess like a what is it like it's PR? a makeup crew and social media crew is that this kind the, of thing. is this the yas guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> this guy is great uh we're good, definitely gonna be seeing this this more of a like we got what do we got on smackdown on the main roster the the wine sommelier guy Reginald Reginald mm. this guy's gonna be like our Reginald Yas guy yeah I need to know what his name is we're gonna get there though yeah. I, I know it we go to <laughs> well Frankie was reading reviews of, of her herself match? right like yeah. reading all that like stuff and he's just sort of going Yas Queen for everything Yas Queen we love saying that uh, we go to Zeta Ramir and Zoe Stark. Going up against the way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Zeta and Stark are kind of the two up-and-comers that have gotten some attention here in NXT, and they're going up against the champs. Uh, Zeta gets some of her high, quick offense in early on, but gets shut down by Candice and Indy beating up on her. Finally, a hot tag to Stark who comes in. There's some epic kicks, this nuts roundhouse kick, and then teams with Zeta to do this wheelbarrow double-team face, like, Splash slam for a near fall. Candace comes in though, hits the wicked stepsister, and then Indy hits the pretty savage elbow drop. Um, oh, I just understood the name. The name? Yeah. Cause it's cause, the ra- yeah. Because she's pretty and. It's Randy Savage. savage elbow yeah, drop. Pretty savage. Uh, pins Ramir, and it's over. The way uh, the champs beat, beat them. I think uh, Candace and Indy are starting to gel together a lot nicer than they were. Um, Indy was someone who was kind of a bit sloppy in some of her matches to start with. And then we watched that MCW show on Up Yours with Chris Thunder going, oh, Indy's pretty good here. And I guess it can be sort of nerves 
being in WWE and that kind of thing, but I really feel she's starting to come into her own as well. This was pretty much a squash match here, and I I was expecting Zayda and Zoe to actually get a bit more in, considering how they've been showcased in their singles matches, even in losses. Uh, but really, this was just putting the way over as dominant champions. Yeah, I actually thought it was pretty quick as well, considering what these two have kind of been on the runs mm. and stuff. But yeah, they kind of got steamrolled yeah. real- realistically, which is, I guess, good for the champs. Dominant. Yeah, like, absolutely. Showing here. Uh, so the, the it looks like... And again, no funny business. Yeah, so maybe they're like... Yeah, I feel like they're going to do something with Poppy, the way the commentary is like... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if it's it's obviously like Io Shirai's got beef with Candice, but Io's with Poppy. Candice is like, screw off Poppy, no one cares. So Io and Poppy, or Io and Saray versus The Way, or something along those lines of of something going down for Mm. the the tag titles at TakeOver. Uh, after this, there's an insert promo from Mercedes Martinez going off on Zia Lee. Like, hey, you're mad I beat you like two years ago? Like, get over it. <laughs> Jeez, what are you talking about? She says, uh, I beat you before, and next time I'm going to run through you at In Your House. So Martinez versus Lee. She's like, you bigger, you better, I get it. I'm going to steamroll you. I'm most... in. Like anticipated match, I think. I can't believe this is a match on a takeover, but yeah, I I hope they do something really good. Look, I like both. I think Mercedes Martinez is great, and uh, I think it's about time she got a takeover match. It's just I wouldn't have said Zayali Mercedes Martinez is at this point takeover ready. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I think it should be a squash. Okay, I think it should just be Zayali. Some smoke, some red lights. Kick to the head. Kick to the head. One, two, three. Yeah. Avenge that loss. Damn. Maybe the more of the vape. More of the vape, yeah. The, the Tian Sha vape. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's how she beats her. Mm. Is it, I forget what the vape power does, the Tian Sha vape. What did it do to... It just knocked out Caden. Oh, it made them go to sleep. It, it made, made them, them disappear, disappear off TV. TV. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe if they wore masks, it would have helped. Xylee's just like, can you fuck off? I want to avenge my loss from three years ago. Please. <laughs> this whole this is why, like, Caden, Casey, please. You weren't even... Oh, no, Caden. No, they were both in that yeah. tournament, weren't they? Yeah, they were. It's like, you should be mad too. You didn't win. All these times we've been seeing the clips of, of Tian Sha training with yeah. Boa and Xylee where it shows, like... Zaylee just screaming in agony and pain through all this torture and pain to get to this warrior gimmick. When in reality, what the camera wasn't showing was Tian Shao was just making Zaya rewatch that loss. I know, Young, just rewatching, torturing her with it. May Young Classic, boom, you lost. It's you got to beat this. You got to get this. And then she's like, "All right, I'm back. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna gonna get big and strong, and then avenge my my loss." And then Caden and and Casey are like. Hey, what are you doing? What are you? What are you? Why are you being such a meanie? And she's you like, know, "Yo, fuck off." When she beats Mercedes Martinez, she should then she, she should, ah, excuse me, she should then say, "I am now the Mei Ying Classic Champion." Yeah, yeah, damn. There we go. That'd be uh, what would we call the show? Ying Forever. <laughs> Forever Ying. Forever Ying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. Forever young, forever, forever young. Uh, so Martinez and Zaylee, I can't wait. 
we see a vignette, the video with the training camps and the MMA and the fighting of the Diamond Mine. Mm. Diamond Mine. Not Mine, sorry. Diamond Mine. And mine. it said opening soon. Opening. So I'm back to thinking this could be more of a kind of maybe raw underground sort of thing. Sick. Sick, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Which way did he go? <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope not, because... I I that. trust it in NXT. I think NXT have been kind of doing everything right and down to the introduction of Fight Pit. I think they've got a lot of people there that fit this style. Um, and I think they'd learn from mistakes done on Raw. And I think the thing is, is if you're going to do something like this, showcase your Anthony Henrys, your Arturo Huases, that kind of person, rather than being like, hey, let's get Babatunde and Braun Strowman. <laughs> Sick. Sick. <laughs> I, I already know we have Thatcher doing the, the whole Thatcher Thatch can. He didn't. Mm. He hasn't done it in a while, but then he does the fight pit. So it's like we already do have the MMA kind of wrestling style. What do you think it would be then? I don't know. You're right, though. opening soon, which yeah. doesn't make me think like stable. It Unless still could it's be, that yeah. kind of... Yeah, it still is could it be. the NXT Evolve show, maybe? I guess. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, I, I could see it still being a stable of just people. Yeah. Yeah. Again, they watch... there's a lot. Like, this training video now, you're seeing... Like, it looks like a, a school. Like, there's, like, 20 people there and things. I think it's, like, just a few people in a faction. Okay. Because, like I said, WWE watches AEW, and then they they got the factions. Mm. So hot right now. Stables? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Get maybe. teams and units and all this stuff. The Diamond Mine. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of MMA, like, influence stuff already, but... Yeah, I'm sure it'll be cool. Maybe we get the reveal at TakeOver. Maybe. They'll be in the crowd. Diamond Mine. Someone will be there in the crowd. Um, mm. Possibly. We go to Ember Moon, who's so pissed off that not only did she get like blocked by Regal, but then Dakota put a boot in her face. So she's pretty mad. She says, hell have no fury like Ember's law. Raquel, I wanted to fight you, but instead you sent your lackey, Dakota, after me. So next week on NXT, Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai, one-on-one. They're going to settle some things here. Ember's got to get some things off her chest and get some revenge for her girl, Shotzi. Uh, I'm kind of pleased we're seeing Ember have a bit Sorry, of a... what was that? You love Ember Moon now? <laughs> no, I, I think it's I think she's someone they've had that since moving her up hasn't been in that title picture at all. And uh, I think feels kind of fresh to be a challenger. Uh, I mean, this is building up to be a challenger against Raquel. Um, I think that feels kind of fresh because we've, we've done the EO feud. Obviously, we had that Rhea feud go for a while. And Ember's been tied up with the tag division. So I, I don't hate this idea. Yeah. Uh, what... Is Raquel going to defend the title at the pay-per-view? I assume against Ember. I assume Ember beats Dakota next okay. week and then Ember, Raquel. Sure. That'd I be all think. right. And then you can have Shotzi there to make sure Dakota doesn't get involved. Sure. Yeah. Um, that'd be all right. It'd be a good match. We, we always say the best part about Ember is her actual wrestling. Yeah, exactly. So, and she has history with the NXT women's title matches and stuff. Yeah. That's actually like a kind of a good sleeper hit. Because there. it feels, it feels too soon to do that Dakota match, Dakota Raquel. Like we're, it's next week takeover. Yeah. So I think, yeah. yeah, have Ember beat Dakota next week, add a bit more to that tension, Ember and Raquel at takeover. And then you can start the build to Dakota Raquel for the following takeover. 
Yeah, definitely the big SummerSlam type time yeah, frame. That's what it there. feels like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, looking looking forward to that if that's that is the case. But it's the main event. It's the NXT Tag Team Titles on the line. The champions MSK, Nash Carter, Wesley going up against Legado del Fantasma, Raul Mendoza, and Joaquin Wild. I was going to say Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, every week I go to say that. Because I was just seeing Joker 2. And every week when I'm writing the description, it's how do you spell Joaquin? Sorry, <laughs> Joker 2? I don't know. I'm reading that they're like, hey, man, is it Todd Phillips who wrote mm. the, old, the last one? And Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. they're like, yo, like you're, we, we want you to do a second one. Which leads me to believe that they do a second one, which ties into maybe a third movie that meets up with Robert, Robert Pattinson. That would be cool. So uh, Yeah, they've... Uh, like, uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix said, uh, like, right as the last one was released, he was, like, there in talks and that he's yeah. happy to do it if Todd Phillips is involved. It made a lot of money. So. I'd be very interested. I, I really actually like that first film, and I'd be really interested to see the next stage of this character. If they can keep it as a character piece, like they did with the first one, but now moving more into that kind of superhero world, I think it would be very cool. And then, yeah, do, like, do two. Uh, Pattinson films do two Joker films and then them both meet up in their third yeah you can tell we're big Batman fans from listening to our Bat reviews because mm. we get into it in Batman Begins that was probably one of our longest reviews because we, we just go off on like every nitpicking everything mm. in, in the Nolan trilogy the next one we'll be doing we'll probably release it this month will be Dark Knight uh, oh, yeah. which features uh, a different Joker but mm. uh, can't wait for that stuff but yeah interesting Joaquin Phoenix not Joaquin Wild. Not Joaquin Wild. no. But back to NXT. Joaquin Wild is partnering with Raul Mendoza, who looks like some sort of Batman villain here because he's wearing a mask. Poor guy, yeah. Oh, man. Got uh, his face broken by Tommaso Ciampa a couple of weeks ago. Jeez. So wearing this mask. Ra- dashing Raul Mendoza. Yeah. <laughs> it's like The Undertaker. I was looking at it, though, and it, you see Joaquin Wild come out in his luchador mask, and you go, couldn't you make... This orbital mask more kind of lucha style, lucha style. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of did actually. I don't know. It looked different. Had some glitter on it. Glitter? That's not. Doesn't mean glitter's lucha. Like more like some gold glitter. It had like the a black like it was just black. Yeah, it looked more like Zorro. Lit that. Well, that's sick too. Nah, it didn't work with him. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Raul. <laughs> I think I used to say you should wear a mask. <laughs> You said Raul I, I think I used to say him and Humberto. You like, say, I really like them both. But. Yeah, you said he would make a sick luchador and he should just have a really cool mask. <laughs> but instead he's dressing like Zaro and now you're mad. So you just clearly can't I love win. Raul, two-time <laughs> up next Enhancement Talent. Talent of the Year. Yeah, wait, he did used to wear a mask. It's Sino Evil in the chat. So apparently Raul did used to wear a mask. Right. There you go. Well, he should have pimped this one up better. That's what I'm getting at. Well, you know, it's not the mask that defines you. Who you are underneath it. <laughs> I think that's the quote. I'm not sure. You gotta wear a mask to pretend the ones you care about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Raul cares about his face. And if he wants to wrestle in this title match tonight, he's gotta wear a mask. Mm. Mask up, people. Mask up. Mask up. Unless you live in the United States, well, and just do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. Come COVID's on. over, right? Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Stop it. MSK, LDF. You're just jelly. 100%. 100%. We're, st- we- we're stuck inside. Mm. And our hockey team can't even win anything. No. MSK, LDF, tag titles on the line here. LDF, 
Legado del Fantasma keep being one step ahead of MSK and Wade Barrett, Beth Phoenix, and Vic Joseph are all like, yeah, they've been studying, they've been preparing for this match, they've been watching and studying which moves that they're going, these guys are going to do, which means they're one step ahead of them. Uh, Wild starts dancing and then eats a handspring kick from Lee to the head. Grizzled young veterans come down to the ring to get a good look and get involved, but instantly are attacked by Tim and Tom. Yep. Thatcher and Champa, who, like, scare them off, chase them off here. Nash Carter hits a moonsault to the outside, which looks crazy. There's a commercial, but when we come back, it's the bad guys, Legato, beating down on Wesley, tagging in and out with these double-team moves, like splashes and moonsaults, lion salts for near falls. Lee comes back with this huge DDT to get out of there. Nash tags in. He's on fire. They hit the fire. What is it? The hot fire flame? Flame fire? fire. Hot, fly, hot fire flame, yeah. The assisted shooting star press for a near fall. Raul comes back with this crazy dropkick, sending Lee into the ropes, and he's just bouncing around. Then hits a snap brain buster, which is for a, like a 2.9 here. There's then a, a double team where... They hit a super Huracan Rana off the top, and it's Joaquin who catches him with the power bomb. Uh, looked awesome. I'm, I swear I could be wrong, but did Miz and Morrison used to do this move okay. like back in like 2007? Your favorite tag scene. Miz and Morrison. Yeah. What, in 2007 or eight or whenever, they were good, but definitely not something I, I'm enjoying now. Um, but the, this continues on. These guys are beating the hell out of each other. Santos gets involved when the ref isn't looking and throws Wes into the steps. There's then the Enzigiri Russian leg sweep combo, but I'm going to say the ref does count the three, but it's broken up. So the ref goes, all right, all right, it doesn't count. But it was just broken. It was, it was close. just close. broken up here. Uh, Bronson Reed shows up and attacks Santos by like flattening him against the wall in the glass area here. Uh, and this is a distraction which allows MSK to hit the heart attack blockbuster combo and pick up the win to retain the tag titles. Uh, solid match between these guys. Uh, I I actually kind of could have seen them going with LDF at some point. So I was like, yeah, they they seem like a top act right now and Santos doesn't have the, a title anymore. So maybe they'll do the switch and put it on these guys. But looks like this is going to be another match added. Uh, Santos and Bronson. To, has that already been announced for TakeOver? No, it hasn't. But, you but I assume, assume that would be one. Uh, this TakeOver looks like there's going to be quite a few matches on it, actually. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be a lot more than five. Yeah. What we're usually used to here in NXT land. But that's all right. Like, they've, they've definitely started doing that the past few times. Like, what what, what else could you have here? Because, I, 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 actually, well, first, I, I like this match a lot. MSK is great. LDF are great. Just so entertaining yeah. when these guys are out there. Great, like, fast kind of... Uh, high flying maneuvers, lots of kicks, and everything. Like both, all four guys in this match are very exciting wrestlers to watch. And mm. you're right, this this could have been a takeover match as well. But we kind of figure GYV is the one in the back burner. But uh, I assume it's still MSK versus GYV. Yeah, I would think so. Next week is I Champa wonder. I mean, maybe some of these matches aren't going to go on takeover, and they're going to just do big TV. True. main events we've seen them the kind of promotion they're g- giving it on raw and stuff like that now um because so far we've got the five way we've got la knight versus grimes zia lee versus mercedes martinez raquel gonzalez versus ember moon i'd say maybe bronson versus 
Santos, uh, MSK versus GYV, maybe with Tim and Tom as well. Ooh, a ladder maybe match, a four way maybe, and then if you do the women's tag as well, so you could have like seven matches on this card. Yeah, I will say it looks it doesn't look like a takeover for me right now. Well, I mean, you said Zaylee and Mercedes Martinez, so it's mm-hmm. like okay. Well, usually we're yeah, like I, I want I, I want them to to have something that stands out and that's awesome, and they deserve to have a pay per view kind of slot here or take over a special slot, but. Uh, I'd say I'd say if that is the card because looking at it now, like what's actually announced? Yeah, Raquel and Ember is announced. Um, Zia Lee and Mercedes is announced. La Knight and Grimes. Yeah, like the main event sounds insane. It sounds like you just created. It's like one of the matches mm. we create in the video games. Five people in the title match, but all five are pretty interesting, I guess, except for the champ. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, you're right. Something's different, but whatever. I'm sure they're going to add... This looks like a TV. A special... With a big, with yeah. a big main event. Um, so they're going to add Santos and Reed. I would think so. And then perhaps the tag title match. Tag. And, and then there's your... Oh, and maybe and the maybe way... women's tag. Yeah, that could be it. Mm. No Kushida? Yeah, there's that as well. Um, Kushida, Jake Atlas. So we'll see. Maybe they'll do... Uh, like one on TV? I don't know. No, it's next week, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, uh, I think it'll be fun. I think that main event will be fun. But I, I got to say, it's a bit underwhelming, I think. I remember last year's takeover in your house was like a little weird. There was mm-hmm. like triple threats and stuff like that or, and, and whatever. But it still like had some fun stuff. That being said, is even though I'm kind of a bit down on the card, I thought this was a really good episode of NXT once again, especially that first hour. I just loved the franticness of... It just kept moving. Everything was crashing into each other. Um, you had all these stories going on at the same time. Um, Regal just losing control. Absolute chaos there. Uh, it felt like an exciting episode to watch. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'd say the first hour definitely hit for me more than the second because I loved the triple threat. It was just an actual good match where all guys were on point. And then Adam Cole, surprise show up, get definitely got your interest. And then they ran with that for like the story of the show where he interrupts. We never got to see what Ted DiBiase was going to say, <laughs> but I'm sure it was very important, but he like, you know, interrupts that to then come out, call out the champion. And finally, like, I'm pretty sure this is the first time they meet. They've met and talked, interacted is Colt, Karen Cross and Adam. Cole. I think so. Yeah. So it was very standout to me, like kind of big moves here. And, Adam Cole just falling right back into place. Like two months of him being away, but like right away shows his, his mm. importance of of this show with that killer promo. This definitely feels like a... I'm trying to think of the word. Kind of like a setup pay-per-view. You know, this takeover is going to put a lot of things in place for the big probably SummerSlam weekend right. takeover, which... I imagine could potentially be in front of fans. I don't know. True. They haven't announced anything yeah. yet. They've just announced the date for SummerSlam, which is a Saturday, I believe. Yeah. So we'll see if there's any takeover around that time or whether they have fans. But it definitely feels, yeah, this is kind of setting things in motion for the next few months. Yeah, which is which is cool. But overall, I thought this was a good episode as well. Uh, highlights were the Triple Threat and the Adam Cole promo. Definitely stand out and I rec- would recommend checking it out. But... I'd say they got my attention for that five-way. Mm. It sounds weird, but I'm sure it'll it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be super chaotic, just like this episode. 
uh, of NXT. But uh, I'm seeing Sino in the chat says, uh, you know, the promos for this takeover in your house is the doorbell thing mm-hmm. with all the wrestlers doorbell ring. Yeah. It's the doorbell. It's in your house. He says uh, the doorbell is going to ring on the set and Todd Pettingale, the host, mm-hmm. is going to open up the door and Okada shows up. <laughs> and Okada is in ring is not Ring of Honor NXT right shows up okay that'd be great um, yeah so that's it NXT- face Dexter Loomis <laughs> he'll be he'll be Indy Hartwell's new interest and Dexter will be jealous with his that, balloons that'll be the dream match the creepy Okada yeah. balloons they they overheard you say you don't want Roman versus Okada so they're like all right we'll give him Dexter Loomis Okada you know what's a match I do want I guess secretly and it's just if you asked me this like a year ago, I'd say mm. I don't care. But now, Finn Balor, Jay White. Finn Balor, Jay White? Yeah. Like now. Yeah, that like, could be cool. Both guys now. Yeah, Right, Like sure. where they've come and stuff. That's definitely a match. I'm, I'm kind of like, huh. Because where's Finn? What's he going to do now? He's going to show up on Raw? Probably gonna... Raw or SmackDown. He should be the guy, realistically. Yeah. Um, I like I like Bobby Lashley. I, I actually, I don't. But mm. uh, I think Finn could be like a, a potential challenger finn versus drew is a big match maybe yeah i um, i'd put him on raw i think yeah yeah fight with the fiend again mm-hmm. alexa bliss no. get get far away from the fiend yeah yeah uh fight daniel bryan sure finn balor that finn that daniel bryan needs a contract first yeah i guess is he still on that divas show thing is that i don't thing? know yeah i don't know uh so that was nxt overall we liked it it's going forward to take over in your house and we're super excited so yeah. good stuff. Good stuff overall. Let's see what you guys thought. We put up uh, feedback every week on the Facebook group, uh, The Up Next Group. Just search Up Next on Facebook and you can leave your feedback. The Up Next Facebook group is is lit. Is lit. Everyone's posting memes and funny shit. It's great. Join it. So we start off with Corey Helfrick, who says, Hello, the theme of tonight's episode of NXT was chaos and anarchy. Anyways, not sure how I feel about the TakeOver card so far. None of the matches really pop out to me right now. Escobar versus Reed should be good, though. That being said, I feel like we will see something come out of the Poppy segment next week, whether it leads to Candice EO versus Poppy... Sorry, Candice and Indy versus Poppy and EO. Alternatively, if they don't want Poppy wrestling, they could sub in Saray since she's not doing anything. And Candice Indy did beat up her friends tonight in Zoe and Zayda. If it happens, I have to imagine Indy and Candice are losing the tag titles as they really need to push that index storyline forward now. So you want Poppy to wrestle? Yeah, why not? They saw Bad Bunny do it. Mm. They're like, Poppy, can you do a destroyer? That's what Candice already compared it to. Poppy doing the Poppy destroyer. Mm. The pop-up destroyer (laughs) poppy i don't know if she can wrestle i've only seen her a few times perform and i don't know like doesn't look like she's a wrestler but you know the eyes you could say that about marco stunt you could say that about rio yeah i guess say that about a lot of people don't judge a book by its cover brayden i just it's pride month be accepting to everyone (laughs) that That doesn't have to do with anything i just i don't know if i'm if i like Outside of wrestling, they keep saying she's Grammy nominated. I'm like, yeah, for like some metal, like it's metal, I guess, mm. considered. But any like real metal head person I ask about Poppy, they, I, I try to ask my, my, my friends, hey, what do you think about Judas? Uh, so, sorry, Fozzie. And they go, ah, Judas is, is lit though. And then I go, what do you think about Poppy? And they go, who? Mm. So I'm like, okay, do people know who this is? Cause like, well, I wouldn't say she like, some of her music has metal in it, but yeah. she's, I wouldn't call her a metal artist. Yeah. She's more like 
she's more like a performance artist. They say it's know? more performance art, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, it's a whole character she's playing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't... I, I, if she does entrance music and stuff, it was, it's been cool. So, yeah. like, I can't say she's terrible or anything, but I can't say them saying, oh, she, could she be wrestling? I'm like, well, I, I, don't, I don't really care. Well, we go to next, which is Fire Frank. He says, shout out Adam Cole with the fire promo. Absolutely wrecking cross. What a fun, wild, and chaotic show. Love that Kushida-Carmelo match and the tag title match main event. The opening three-way was rocking until the non-finish, which stinks, but it's leading to a what should be fire five-way main event for In Your House. And it was a nice way to, for Cole to come back. Next week, Poppy, your turn to outdo Bad Bunny. Most important, Zaya versus Mercedes. Grudge rematch, finally. And Tian Shaw gets on a takeover. It's a good day. We go to Sean McTeer. Uh, oh, wow. This, uh, this feedback's very, very long. Oh, that's a lot. Um, so, but saying another chaotic show, uh, a banger of a 25 minute opener. Adam Cross cuts a savage promo on Adam Cole Cutter's savage promo on Cross, uh, almost as if he's been listening to this podcast. And surprise, <laughs> surprise, Cross actually was able to hang with him on the mic. Uh, chaos continued as Ember called out, uh, Raquel. Um, kind of just going through the whole show here, but you can go on the Facebook group and read the whole thing. We go, thank you for the feedback. Thank just you. a lot to, a lot to dissect there. Magan writes in, NXT woke up and chose chaos and ran rampant all night long. Cole ended his radio silence to throw everything into question and verbally put Carrion in a body bag. It was nice choice to go with a five way for a takeover as it's not often used. And Cross doesn't have to be pinned. It bled into Raquel and Ember going at it and Champa Thatcher jumping GYV during the main event. That being said, it was controlled chaos that didn't overshadow the in-ring work. Opening triple threat was tremendous in Kushida. And the newly christened Carmelo Hayes was also good. A strong show on the way to TakeOver. We go to TJ Sharp who says, Man, it seems like Gorilla Position was the hangout spot tonight. They better watch out before it turns into Parking Lot 2.0. The three-way was fire until Cole came out. It was kind of telegraphed, though, with it being the opener. Speaking of Cole and fire, that promo was legit. Cross was pretty damn good on the mic in his own right. Probably the best he's been in NXT. LA Knight's theme has that 90s West Coast vibe. I'm digging him and Grimes fighting for Papa DiBiase's attention. I think Grimes is going to be a babyface no matter how hard he tries. Dude is just that damn good. I can't tell if Zion Mercedes feud is great storytelling or lazy storytelling with the callback being the only fuel. All in, there wasn't a bad match on this frantic night and TakeOver is shaping up to be pretty damn exciting. And uh, I see Jordan Goodman writes in and says, everyone listen to the wellness policy. <laughs> That's what he says. He's actually been writing something serious this week. No, he just copied Frank's. Oh, okay. That, yeah. is, that is true. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he almost got us. He did. We're too slick. We're too slick. You know why? Because I've been coached on life. Yes. And I know how to get by. Good, good, good. That's why. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. In the chat there who joined in on the Twitch stream and writing in the feedback. Join the Facebook group so you can write feedback and questions that we will skim through every week. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. We appreciate it. Uh, And we appreciate you guys listening to our show every week. And if you want to hear more of us, well, you can check out all the free shows that we mentioned. The Batman reviews, the Star Wars reviews are back in there. The best match ever, Hannah Kimura. The Army of the Dead, Batista, Vegas, Zombies, Insanity. But if you want to listen to more of us, we are proudly supported by our Patreon 
patreon.com slash up next. We mentioned only five bucks. North American tier gets you all the new shows coming out this month. All the past shows, all these podcasts. Holy Th- shit. Over 300 in our back catalog that you can get for just five bucks as well as everything coming this month. Yeah, that means all the retro NXT. We go back in time and we watch NXT from the beginning where we're at setting up Cassius Ono, William Regal storyline. We'll be getting to that this We're about this month. to have the Ascension Conor O'Brien against Biggie Langston for the NXT title. Again? That's the big main event. The this Shield. Week. We just talked about Randy Orton randomly was in NXT. Did you know Randy Orton was in NXT? Randy Orton wrestled in he NXT. He did. Yeah. And we talked about it just a, f- a week ago on Was Next. But we have more Was Next. We Like we mentioned, the best match ever. All the stuff coming out. We just did an Up Yours talking about Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Mm. This like created i don't even want to say fan created because it's got some money it's behind got production it. it's yeah yeah a web series yeah um so i think with 13 10 minute episodes pretty all good f- pretty good for a web series all free on youtube yeah uh, that was a pick from world champ patron cory landega so we went and watched that that's out on the patreon from last week we have so many podcasts only five bucks now's your time to give us a shot and go go cherry pick through all the bad past podcasts we've done and we've got some fun stuff in the pa- in the back catalog there absolutely and just a reminder join us this saturday i'll be right here with john Sino evil who should be having a new shot in the dark release tomorrow on this feed but saturday 11 a.m eastern time come sit down with your brunch and let's talk all about AEW. We will be taking your calls again. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you then. Yes. Uh, again, follow the socials at Up Next Podcast for all the stuff, all the shows, all the updates, everything we've been doing. Follow us on Twitch and come hang out with us. Looking forward to take over in your house, the watch along post shows, all that stuff. Thank you so much for supporting. We'll be back with all the shows I myself Braden Harrington you can find me Twitter Instagram at the D, and you can find me at Davey Portman take care goodbye be safe go Leafs go happy pride and like uh, Carrying Cross said uh, stop being a gas station attendant weasel shut up Regal <laughs> ahoy I said go Leafs go, but I meant go Jets go. Okay. (laughs) You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.